Okay, and we are back live. Sorry, it was a few minutes late. I was trying to wrangle kids and everything. Got here on the show this evening, uh, Eric Jackman from Jackman Radio. How's it going, buddy? Very well, Eric. My, my, <laughs> my fellow Eric, thanks for having me on and inviting me on the show. Ah, no, not a problem at all. Not a problem at all. Uh, so you are a, uh, a wonderful comedian. I've heard you on several other shows, including the four horsemen with, uh, Reed Coverdale and, and, uh, Corbett has been on there a few times. I'm trying to remember who else has been on there. Uh, we've had Ryan. Well, Ryan Dawson's the other host. We do. No, it no, with... no. The ghost of Ryan Dawson. The... He doesn't actually exist anymore. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He's, he's a, he's just a faint, uh, bell dinging of a bell. Uh, yeah, yes. we've had Dave Smith on Scott Horton, Pete Quinones, uh, yeah, James Corbett, um, Dak Rulo. God, we, yeah, we, I said we're in our second season. We, we only had one taken down, and I wasn't even on that one. That's when I was on a trip. I was on a uh, vacation to D.C. last year, mm. and Reed had it wasn't on. your Trump impersonation that, that got it. Huh? It wasn't. It wasn't the Trumpster that uh, that got that uh, that episode taken down. I think they were they were going deep on nine eleven. I think that's when Reed had on. Uh, yes. um, uh, What's his name? They're Adam Fitzgerald and DJ Thermal Detonator, and they just talked about some <laughs> some real real shit related to 9/11. You know, when you talk about bombs in the buildings and all that bullshit, that's fine. We'll keep that up. But when you're talking about the real yeah. deep shit that those guys know about and that Dawson knows about, watch out. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, fake things was the uh, was the space laser that uh, crumbled the uh, the twin towers. Uh, that was yeah. always been my favorite uh, conspiracy because it's always like that is the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard of. But you know, yeah, it was it was from Star Wars. There, those uh, <laughs> those big uh, the ones from the the snow episode where Luke takes it down. They clip their legs. They had yeah. one of those in Manhattan. Had a cloaking device on it. You couldn't see it, but that's what that's really right. took down the towers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had an ATAT just stationed right right out there in the in the bay in the harbor. <laughs> couldn't right. see it. Oh man. Now that that one was pretty good. Uh, holograms was another one. They, I've, I've actually gotten into arguments with people that say that the planes were holograms. That that one was always fun. Yeah, no planers are just clearly disinfo agents and just people who were in there to muddy the waters and uh, confuse people. Because when you're just getting your average person off the street who maybe hasn't looked at 9/11 um, and they start there, it's just like, ah, oh, God, you've already lost a lot of people. So. Um, yeah. that's why Reed has done such a great job. Um, and then why my brother and I like to really highlight the work that like Adam Fitzgerald has done, uh, thermal detonator. Yeah. And of course, Ryan Dawson, um, in my opinion, those guys have done some of the finest research. Um, a guy named John gold has done amazing research into nine 11 and, um, try to promote the best work, the best stuff. Yeah, for sure. And when you get people like Adam Fitzgerald and, uh, and Ryan Dawson, they'll actually break it down. And they, they, uh, you know, there's no kookery to it because when you're, you know, following the Alex Jones crowd, the Bill Cooper, uh, crowd, it gets, it gets intense pretty quickly. And I've always come down on the side of it as like, I, I can't tell you what happened on that day. All I know is that that particular moment in our history was used for, you know, a couple of illegal wars, uh, a police state, uh, the likes of which the United States has never seen before. Uh, and we can all agree that that's pretty bad. Right. You know, and, and then just kind of get to some of the people's faces was like, Oh yeah, I guess it was kind of used as an excuse. Wasn't it? And I was like, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, 15 about to turn, uh, no 14 about to turn 15 when nine 11 happened. I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. I don't know how old you are, but, um, 
Yeah, I was a working stiff, so I had just turned 22. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you're... Uh... I, I got woken up by the boss in the morning. I was like, have you seen this shit that's going on on the news? And I was like, no, I just climbed out of bed. Let me go. Let me find yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah, our principal came over the loudspeaker, and they didn't tell us until the buildings had collapsed, and they said the World Trade Center has been destroyed. And uh, I was like, holy shit, because that past May, we had gone on American Heritage Tour to... Um, we went to Amish country, Civil War sites, New York City, um, Washington, D.C. So we saw the Pentagon. We saw the World Trade Center. I got to dig it up. There's a picture of me um, in the New York Harbor and the ferry between Liberty Island and, uh, you know, yeah, out, out there in Manhattan. And in the background is the World Trade Center. And that was May of 2001. So it oh, was, right uh, it yeah. yeah, just wild shit, man. And, and uh, it, it really, it, you know, for... My age group, roughly your age group, it was a seminal event, man. Yeah. Yeah, you had uh, guys like me that was sitting there talking, and, you know, they were working and probably had just gotten out of the military after serving for for a few years. And then when that thing happened, it was like, oh, let's uh, let's get back into it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. So where did you uh, grow up, Eric? Where are you from? Uh, originally, I'm from my mother. <laughs> Aren't we all? She did a great yes. job. She did a great job, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was born in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, so I'm one of those uh, those corn-fed boys from out in the out in the cornfield. And then uh, we moved out west for a little bit. Nevada landed down in Texas, and then uh, Louisiana was just kind of where I finally ended up. And I've been trying to leave ever since, but it keeps pulling me back. Yeah. So were you down there for Katrina? Yes, I was here for Katrina. That was a, that was a fun couple of weeks without power afterwards. That, wow, that was great. George Bush doesn't care about black people. That was the funniest moment in TV history, right there. Because Mike Myers is trying to maintain Mike Myers' face. face. He's just like, he's like, I'm getting okay. deported back to Canada. They're never going to let me back in this country. <laughs> I'll never be on BNSNL ever again. Um, yeah, that yeah, was one. His face was like, oh, that just happened. Oh, yeah. oh no. That was one of Kanye's finest hours, though. Yeah, and uh, probably very true, because everybody down there in the Ninth Ward all had their houses uh, bought out from underneath them and kicked out and told to move elsewhere. So, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would argue George Bush, not only does he not care about black people, he doesn't care about any people, <laughs> except his <laughs> his own lizard class, you know, who he serves yeah. and who he served while he was in there. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, Kanye's still bringing the hot fire with uh, battling Skeet Davidson now, which is incredible. To see that car wreck play out in real time is is phenomenal and a privilege. What, what was the last thing that he's like? He uh, dissed him on his uh, what was it like a single or a, a full album that he's come out with? I think he put out a music video where he's burying him alive or something, yeah. which is which is, is yes. just incredible. It's yeah. incredible. He's such an artist. He does everything with great majesty and artistry and. We should all consider ourselves lucky to not only be alive when Kanye's alive, but when he's beefing with Skeet Davidson like this, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's phenomenal. Uh, so we got one here from the Road to Providence with David Brady, uh, who's a young man, a very young man. He says, howdy, Eric. Howdy, Eric. That's right. Don't adjust your TV sets. <laughs> you are seeing, you're not seeing double. <laughs> howdy, David Brady. And uh, don't worry, we will, we will get on your show eventually. We've been, been trying to schedule with him, man, for... I don't know, a month or so. And I went on my trip and then he's trying to get me and Reed to come on together. You know, we're trying, that's like trying to book two of the Beatles or two of the Ghostbusters together. It's yeah. tough. It's tough to line our schedules up because Reed is a goddamn madman with his shows and his interviews and yeah. where he's traveling all over the country. So um, yeah, I was kind of lucky that I nabbed him. I was like, all right, park yourself in a hotel somewhere. Yeah. Reed, just stay somewhere where there's hot Wi-Fi where I can get you and you're half, you're at least half awake. 
And yeah, uh, yeah no, we, uh, Reed and I, we, we, uh, God, my brother was making a joke to me. He's like, dude, you don't talk on the phone with a woman as much as you talk on the phone with Reed. And I said, yeah, Reed and I, we've got a whole thing going on, man. It's like a 1-900 number. <laughs> we call each other just to check in and see how the day's going, you know, and just laugh yeah. about the latest meme and uh, recap our trip. We, we, you know, we just took to DC, which was unbelievable to be down there with Dawson. And Yeah, I saw all the pictures. I was very that, jealous. I was like, man, if I could have made it up there. Uh, dude, you want to talk about a Motley crew, man, that assembled in DC <laughs> for that thing. It was, it was unbelievable, but it was very energizing and it was fun to be around uh, people who aren't afraid to speak their minds and their truths and, and express themselves and, and uh, you know, get out there because you, you know, man, social media and Twitter and all this shit is uh, just like Dave Chappelle said, it's not real life. Yeah. It's not and real all, place. All the haters on there who hurl shit at you and insults and call you names and all that. They hide behind a handle and, and they're anonymous. You know, the four horsemen, yeah. you know, we're, you and we're all out here with our real faces, with uh, our identities, and we're standing by what we're saying, and, and we, we believe in what we're saying. So, yeah. And I've accidentally doxed myself so many times, I've practically given away my address, phone number, everything. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 you're just taking random pictures, and you're like looking at it closely, it's like, oh, my phone number is on my dog's collar. This is not <laughs> going to be good. You're like, oh, shit, that Amazon package, they can see that from space and get my address yeah. and my blood type on it. Yeah, yeah. I was I was an elector for uh, Gary Johnson, so like my oh, okay. name and address is like all public records. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could find that. You could We could find your Aleppo address, too, because what is Aleppo, you know? Yeah, what, what, huh? Which, uh, which tilt did you do, 12 or 16? Uh, that was uh, 2016. Okay, I had, 16. Uh, finally uh, pulled the trigger and was... Uh, uh, getting along here with the uh, the libertarian part of Louisiana in 2016, and um, I'm in District uh, 2, so now I'm going to dox myself even further. <laughs> uh, Louisiana District 2, and uh, this district is like the most gerrymandered district in the United States. It runs right up the Mississippi River, skips Baton Rouge, goes into like Zachary and uh, Baker and all that, just to shore up all of the black vote. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah, so uh, they didn't have anybody in District 2 that wanted to be in. I just kind of raised my hand. I was like, I'll do it if nobody else is doing it. like, so. all right, I'll, I'll do this. So did you get to meet Gary at all or hang out with him? No, he wasn't at our uh, state convention. Uh, yeah, the Louisiana State Convention was kind of contested. Uh, the old chair uh, was an elderly black gentleman by the name of Scott Lewis. And uh, it's like half the libertarians were only there because they hated, his gut, hated that guy's guts. And... Uh, Nick Sarwark was there and basically chaired that whole meeting, uh, you know, because he can run a meeting. He was there Fed posting? Yeah, he was there uh, doing his Fed thing. And, and I'll, I'll take 2016 Nick Sarwark because he was actually way better than today's Sar Nick Sarwark. That, that's a funny thing I joke about with Reed. So I never knew that term. I mean, all this Twitter language I've learned, uh, Fed, oh, posting. Fed posting. I, yeah. I never knew what that was until I got in with Liberty Twitter. Um, you know, I've always been Liberty aligned. I'm, I'm not part of any party. I'm an independent um, yeah. but I, I consider myself an independent who has a lot of libertarian views and, um, you know, Reed, Reed and I always say, you're not really friends with people in Liberty unless you've been accused of being a fed or you've accused your good friends of being feds. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, part or just, you know, just level, just everyone's a commie except for me. Yeah. That always seems to yeah. Everyone's too. a communist. Uh, everyone's a globalist and everyone's a fed, which yeah, is, which is incredible. It's, it's, and, and so you were in the military. Yeah, I was in the uh, I was in the army for uh, five months and twenty two days. I uh, got a wonderful little uh, 
hernia uh, mm. right before going to jump school, and uh, that was that was the end of my uh, illustrious military career. Wow. And uh, there was some other things going on at the time. We had done like a field training exercise where we were supposed to learn how to take prisoners because in the infantry, taking prisoners means intelligence, right? Right. And uh, one of the drill sergeants thought it would be hilarious uh, for our little group. He goes, okay, now we're going to throw a monkey wrench into the plans. I need you guys to raise your hands and say that you're American citizens and that you have rights. <laughs> so, you know, instantly, you know, hand shoots up. Drill sergeant, when are we ever going to be taking American prisoners on American soil? And then he looked at me without missing a beat, completely serious. He wasn't joking around. He goes, you remember that shit that happened in Los Angeles a few years ago, referring to the L.A. riots? And he goes, one day they'll beg for us. Jeez. Like, okay. That's dark. Yeah, and this this is uh, right after they had uh, gave one of the soldiers over in Europe uh, Article 15 and was threatening to kick him out because he didn't want to wear a UN blue helmet. Hmm. In like 1998. So. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just it's it's uh, it's we're going deeper and deeper in the clown world, and things that may have seemed completely batshit and so far and remote from being able to happen or something that would become reality. Now, dude, I'm just at a point, especially after the last two years with the flu world order, like I'm, I'm not yeah, surprised. Yeah. I'm, dude, I mean, I'm, I'm, I hate to say this. I'm not surprised that, uh, you know, the legacy media is throwing around nuclear exchange kind of willy nilly. Yeah. Which, which they, they all seem so... to be glomming on board this. Uh, we got to close down the Ukrainian skies. I was like, you guys yeah. have no idea what you that, are talking the, about the, or what the, that even means. The chain reaction from doing that could very well lead to nuclear weapons being exchanged. And, yeah. and the fact that that's like where, where we're at now is, uh, is surreal, but things have gotten so bad that I hate to say it, man. It's just, it's not surprising. So it's really, it's hard to, it's hard to stay optimistic and up and, you know, you mentioned in your intro, I, you know, I'm a comedian and I like to do comedy and impressions. And that, that's like my only way to deal with this shit, man. Yeah, you know? we all have to have gallows humor. Yeah, it's it's dark. It's very dark humor. It's uh, it's definitely very dark Irish humor. My family's Irish. <laughs> so that's, uh, you know, that's how we deal with all this shit and nothing's off limits. Yeah, I, I got it from all angles. So I'm like, I'm half German, one quarter Scott, one quarter Sicilian. So yeah, okay. it's like all dark. Oh humor. yeah, yeah, Germans. <laughs> there's plenty, plenty there for, for the Germans. There's, there's always that joke, and I, I, I adapted it for Trump. I would tell people, I would be like, I'd be like, well, you know, World War II was a very tough time for the Trumps and for my family. I lost a uh, dear uncle of mine. He was a hero. He was brave. He was smart. And his death was very tragic. He fell out of a guard tower at Auschwitz. It was just, it was just terrible, Eric. It was just terrible. But that's a, the worst thing a, ever. It really was the worst thing ever. But yeah, you can just twist that joke around and, and put it into a Trump, a uh, Trump lens. But yeah, yeah, yeah you know, I, I say this a lot to uh, a lot of my friends. And other libertarian people is, uh, you know, Trump is, uh, he's, he's helped. He's definitely helped deal with it. Just, just the character and the way just he is. Him doing standup for the well, media and the media never catching on to that, that whatsoever. That's a, that's exactly it, dude. He is a standup. He, I tell people he's one of the greatest takedown comics who's actually ever lived. And that's all he was doing was crowd work. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you dig deep into the actual, outcomes of the policies and the actual happenings and mechanisms of government, it wasn't that different from anyone else who came before him and who was going to come after him. Yeah. You know, it was very much status quo. It was very much maintenance of empire and expansion of empire and sanctions and, 
and uh, you know, warmongering. And, and I mean, when he when he drone bombed Suleimani, that was like no joke, dude. That's the most afraid I was during his whole four year tenure, where yeah. I'm like, this is really bad, and this could trigger all out war with Iran. And uh, yeah. I was and so far I, the only thing we've gotten is uh, one psycho bitch like meeting people on Tinder and stabbing them to death. So. <laughs> yeah but uh yeah that was that was a, the, the the kind of the most fearful i was but other than that i, I really enjoyed the ride I, I just get such a kick out of trump and he's at this point it, it, the the comedian there um shane gillis he, he had a new special come out yeah. and he's just like all right everyone can we just admit that trump was funny can can you just admit that that was fun and he was funny like yeah, i, I just that have taken over comedy <sighs> at all they, they can't bring oh, themselves to it i would i wouldn't even call it comedy anymore it's just humorless fucking paste or are we allowed yeah, to swear what, what on do this? they call that clapter where they're Cla looking for claps instead of laughs uh, it's just cringe man they're just they're just talking points i mean late night is not even com it's not comedy it's basically just a regurgitation and vomiting of uh you know the military industrial complex talking points yeah. and the the people who signed the checks over at those corporate legacy media but uh, yeah you can almost see the uh the uh, the little copy from uh pfizer you know bringing brought yeah. out to stage so you, your overlords would like you to say this <laughs> yeah this is this is a script tonight guys so we need uh, jimmy fallon to deep throat some needles and uh we're gonna get lady gaga out here and she's gonna talk about the booster while getting fisted by hillary clinton yeah you know and tonight on jimmy fallon we're gonna have an entire song devoted to getting a jab yeah it's it's just disgusting and these people don't have a soul you know they're just they're just a bunch of whores so you know uh there's there is a lot of great subversive comedy out there and there's a lot of people who are who are doing great stuff um that uh canadian from uh, that, that comedian ryan long from canada i don't know if you've seen his stuff man he is brilliant he just he, he yeah. puts out hot fire he's funny tim dylan's my favorite comedian i saw him a couple weeks up here in new hampshire i've seen him like four or five times in person and yeah. uh he's his, hot fire. his latest little bit about the two lesbians on his airbnb was priceless yeah he's like okay he's like look and i'm gay so i'm allowed to talk about this these are what we call desert dykes okay and they are a special kind of evil and i am banned from airbnb because of these bitches and uh he just he goes on about that yeah that, that he's he's brilliant man he, him his turn as megan mccain is life-defining I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, where he gets like the blonde wig and he's like didn't shave. So it's <laughs> it, it's it's horrifying. It, it's 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 nightmare fuel, but it's so brilliant. And I have to believe Megan McCain blocked him because he's Oh, you just know she had to. Yeah, he's friends with someone I think who's close with Megan McCain or knows her and, and, and he's like, Megan McCain does not like me. She is not a fan of my work. She's seen it and she doesn't like it. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? She needs to get get a life and get a sense of humor. You have plenty of money. I know your dad's dead, but you have plenty of money. Right. So, you know, I, I could pull that shit because actually my, my father died of the same exact thing that John McCain died from. It's a uh, well, we weren't cheering for your dad's brain cancer. So. Yeah, I know. Da da Ryan Dawson always makes the joke that uh, the tumor went on a suicide mission. <laughs> yeah, we, we 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 honor his sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's it's uh, glioblastoma is the, the brain cancer. Ted Kennedy died from it. Uh, uh, not not Hunter Biden, but Bo Biden, my other son, the one who was going to be president, the one who didn't do crack and sleep with his cousin and snort Parmesan cheese from the rug. <laughs> Bo, Bo was the one who's supposed to live. God bless his soul. <laughs> or threw oh a gun God. away in a dumpster after lying we, about it we, on a form 4473. Yeah, we got a hunter now. Yeah, yeah, running around with a gun. He forgot he had the gun in his pants. and He was doing the deal there. He threw the gun and the prostitute in the dumpster. God bless his soul. <laughs>
Yeah, it's it's it's, it's incredible, like man. To play with my leg hairs, and that summer I learned about cockroaches. It was like, yeah, come what? on, man. Corn, corn pops bad, dude. I was in the pools, life car with little black kids with curly hair and my legs and the cockroaches, man. <laughs> he pulls out like, a rusty chain. You know? You're like, <laughs> what did he just say? Is it what? <laughs> yeah, that that's that's our president, dude. That's yeah, the, he's he's yeah. in, he's in charge of the nukes. Uh, yep, yeah, he's he's got control of the nuclear football for sure. <sighs> Come on, man. Yeah. One of my favorite Bidenisms was while uh, while his wife was sitting there talking, he like reaches out and like bites her on the finger. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little kid. Hey, it's a fish stick, man. Give, give me that Dr. Jill fish stick. Dr. Jill. Come on, man. My wife's a doctor. Yeah. it's a, Brandon's amazing. He's fun, too. When he called the uh, reporter there a stupid son of a bitch, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, and it's the, it just smacks of every old dude I've ever come across that like they they yeah. start to get upset about what's going on because they have no control over what what's <laughs> happening. So then they just start cursing everybody out. You stupid son of a bitch! They have no control over anything anymore. Yeah, and uh, but but you got to you know some of them you got to give deference because yeah they're old and they're feeble but they might have still have a lot of money and if you want to get in on the will or get some money left to you that's right you got to show uh, deference to the old timer and be on his good side. No matter how horrible he is. Oh, that, another uh, little gem here from uh, David Brady. I got this old video of Biden saying, hi, I'm Joe Biden's husband. Yeah, that's a good Wild. one. Wild. Husband of Joe Biden. She's a good person, man. Come on, yeah. man. You want oh, to knock out 50 push-ups right here. What are you going to do, yeah. fat boy? You know, Come on, like, Come on fat. I'll bring you out back. We'll do some push-ups. Dog-faced pony soldier. Dog come on, man. Soldier. Hey, you want to you wanna come down to the Senate bass and shower with daddy? Come on, man. <laughs> I'll bring you down to the Senate bass. We'll get John McCain's corpse and Auntie Lindsey Graham will be down there. Come shower with Daddy. Did you see the uh, the YouTube video of uh, it was like Secret Service uh, tapes, and it's like obviously a couple of guys, but they make their uh, voices sound like they're on a radio. And he goes, "Okay, Eagle has landed. Okay, he didn't trip. We're all good. We're all good." And then <laughs> it was like, "Okay, point him the way through the sidewalk. There's no way he can miss it." Oh shit! He's he's moved on. Catch up to him. <laughs> oh, he missed it. Oh yeah, yeah. Biden Biden's fun. I I met Biden uh, for the first time I think in 2007. He was up here campaigning for president in New Hampshire, and uh, man, he was way sharper. He was m way more with it. Like he wasn't losing his shit, and he knew where he was. And uh, you know, he had his act together more. But God, when I see him now, man, he is just a just a feeble dementia ridden old man. It's really sad. It's really elderly abuse. The whole Biden thing. Oh yeah. It's, sure. it's you know, the, the dude needs, he needs to be in a home, you know, he should not be out being sent over to Europe now to a meeting to represent the United States to avert nuclear war with Russia. It's uh, it's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. When you start looking up like all of the signs of someone who's sundowning, it's like he's exhibiting all of them. <laughs> it's all there. They, oh, they have to give him the chocolate chip ice cream every day at six o'clock PM. Where my chocolate okay. chip, Jill? Come on over here and feed Daddy. Daddy wants chocolate chip. Come on, man. Yeah, what's going on? It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's 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 worse than Reagan. I mean, Reagan even had his act together more than Biden. Yeah, I mean, Reagan would just like fall asleep during like meetings and everything. That's and then someone man. was. I remember like one of the Republicans in my uh, household growing up was like, "Oh no, 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 that's a power move." I was like, "What do you mean it's a power move?" It was like he's pretending to fall asleep. But he still has command over the room. I was like, he's, no. He's listening to everything and internalizing it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's definitely not what's happening. 
Come on, man. Yeah, I used to um, – I drove Mike Gravel around New Hampshire in 2008 when he was running for president, and he would fall asleep in the back of the car when I was driving. And I'd yeah. just look in the rearview mirror, and I'd be like, wow, that guy's responsible for ending the draft in the Pentagon Papers. What a uh-huh. legend. <laughs> he's just catching <laughs> – he's catching some catching some Zs because, yeah, he was uh, – he was in his he late seventies when when yeah, he did that, man. Yeah, like seventy eight, seventy nine, something. Yep, like that. he was born in uh, nineteen thirty, and that was seventy nine. That was oh seven. So yeah, he was seventy seven, seventy eight, running for president. But he, had, I mean, he had a lot of energy, and he was in pretty good shape. He took care of himself, and uh, it was it was a trip hanging out with him, man. He was he was a real cool guy, real cool guy to to learn from. Yeah, I can, I can bet. It's like there's only like a few politicians that I would actually think it would be pretty cool to hang out with. Uh, Dennis Kucinich would be one. Uh, Thomas Massey would be one. Rand Paul, even, you know, even though this, uh, he, he does some stuff that just irritates me. But uh, yeah, there, there's a few out there. Yeah, De- Dennis Kucinich is a really is a cool guy. Um, I spent a pretty good amount of time with him. I had dinner with him and uh, hung out with him a bunch of times. He, he's nice, you know. He's he's not a lizard. Massey's yeah. not a lizard. He's he strikes me as a cool guy. I've never met him, but. I'd like to meet him one day. He follows me on Twitter. I appreciate the follow, Thomas. Thank you. Yeah, the, the day that follow. that came up on my notifications that he followed me back, I was like, oh, no, a staffer needs to warn him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this feels good. Yeah. But, and, and you know that's him on Twitter. I mean, that guy's. Oh, no, yeah. He's, he's hip. Gravel of his Twitter account. He's hip. Yeah, he's cool. Gravel is cool. Um, Ron Paul was great in person. I mean, he's, he's just a, you know, just a kind of a. Yeah, there's another one who's really old, but you know, still seems like he's got it. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't come up here and run for president for his health. You know, he did that to put out those big libertarian ideas to a mass audience, and uh, you know, it caught fire. And yep. uh, we'll always be grateful to Doctor No for what he did. <laughs> there's a funny meme going around. Uh, you probably saw it on Babylon B. Um, see if I can pull it up on my phone. My friend sent this to me. It says, Ron Paul tells fans he's sorry he couldn't do more as he seals up his bunker. I don't know how, <laughs> how well it's going to come through on here. But yeah. Yeah, he's, you know, he's just, well, I, I'll tell you, Eric, I tried to warn people about inflation, about the IRS, IRS DHS, CIA, DOD, FBI. And uh, if people want to drink raw breast milk, they should be able to do that. There's nowhere in the Constitution that says you can't drink raw breast milk if you want to do it. And then all these regime change wars all overseas are just sending us into debt, spending trillions of dollars that we don't have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ron Paul was cool. I, I enjoyed hanging with him. Um, His famous last speech on the floor. Oh, he called everybody in the, dude, in the chamber a psychopath. Dude, when I need strength, I turn to that, and I turn to JFK's American University peace speech from June 10th, 1963, uh, yeah. which was, was highlighted big in uh, Oliver Stone's new documentary, Destiny Betrayed. I don't know if you got to see that yet or not uh i haven't yet i've been like searching all over the internet for his one on the ukraine mm. and uh i got you i got it i got you dude i got a link to it right here yeah no i finally found one <laughs> oh, it you was, found uh, it. okay yeah it's like if you search for it directly on youtube you can't really find it but if you follow a couple of people that you know down in their comment sections people link it and then yeah. i was able to find it that way yeah i got i got the bit shoot link it's uh, oh, a good old bit shoot. That video shoot. is still processing, folks. Just yeah, it. right. Yeah, it, just, it'll make it up there eventually. I just dropped it in the chat in this if anyone wants to see it. Yeah, Ukraine 
uh, Ukraine on fire. Yeah, Oliver Stone, I'm a big fan of his. I mean, if you just if anyone watched the Putin interviews that he did that four part special. Yeah, it's, it's like th- this whole deal with Russia. Oh, this was a shot in the dark. We didn't we didn't know he was going to invade. It came out of nowhere. That's complete. Bu- that's ignorance and just complete bullshit. Yeah, it was like, uh, who was that guy? Matt Walsh. He was like, uh, he's like, what Putin has done is terrible. And I was like, yeah, what happened in 2014? Did, was there like a vote that happened over there? Yeah. Oh, what yeah, is the there. Minsk agreement? And why hasn't Kiev uh, actually followed through with it? Yeah. yeah. And how many NATO states have um, come into fruition, you know, since the fall of the Soviet Union? Yeah. Which yeah, is there's been is a few. It, isn't it like over 14 or something? Uh, yes. knock, knocking yes. on the door of, of Russia. Yeah, and it's like one of them was Poland, and it was like, uh, yeah, you don't, don't, you don't send missiles to Poland. No, and uh, yeah, I was talking to my uh, like ninety year old neighbor today, and she remembers the Cuban Missile Crisis, and it's like, dude, it's common sense, man. They put uh, you put missiles near them, they're going to put missiles right near us, or they're going to react in another way, so invading uh, Ukraine. Yeah, target targeting Ukraine. It's 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 all just so stupid, man. It could, it could be avoided. It could be avoided. Totally. And they, they can't help themselves. No, and it's and Zelensky is just an actor. I mean, you saw him dancing around in those high heels. That, have you the seen most that bizarre thing I'd ever yeah. seen? I was like, it's like this is the president, the the guy. All right, he's here. He is doing. He's like he's like RuPaul's drag show. You know, wearing yeah. the wearing the high heels and dancing around. Yeah, and people in that part of the world don't play with that, so I'm a little confused. No. Yeah, yeah, they're not, they're, that's not usually something you really do. Yeah, that's not something you put on TV, even. So no, I mean, I, I was wondering if Putin took any pictures or did anything wearing a chin diaper, and I looked, man, and I couldn't find anything of him wearing a chin diaper in the last no, years. Not yeah, not during the whole thing. No, he's very careful about his image and projecting his his just raw machismo and his strength. You know. Yeah. Uh, somebody was pointing out, it's like, oh, he must have some kind of problem with his right arm. He doesn't swing it while he walks. I was like, he's a former KGB agent. He's got a sidearm. Yeah, dude, that's a that's a gangster walk that we're seeing, dude. That's, <laughs> that's like, per- huh? That's the like, perpetu- yeah, Watch how I walk in public, and my <laughs> right arm doesn't move that much either. <laughs> that's a perpetual gangster lead, dude, and being prepared for anything. Yeah, because that, that hand needs to be nearby. <laughs> Yeah, if you gotta you gotta draw that piece, man, and fling hot lead in one direction, you know, you, you never you never know what's gonna happen. You gotta get a suit jacket out of the way. <laughs> so. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm worried, but uh, I don't know. What do you think is gonna happen with with everything over there? Uh, they they have been talking, so that's that's at least good. Um, we even had uh, Russia talking with Iran today to start making some of their uh, their uh, nuclear reactors for them. Wow. Which was was interesting. <laughs> I was Jesus. just reading that one before coming out. I was like, um, "No, probably don't do that." <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably not a good idea. Yeah, but you know, it's uh, it, they all want to say, "Oh, sanctions! This this will this will cause the the populace to to hate their leader and overthrow him." I was like, "It's never worked like that ever." It's the yeah. only rallied around the flag because now you get to point to the big bad Americans and say, "Look what you've done to us and our economy." Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of uh, Oliver Stone's work. He really highlights the meddling that we do over that we've been doing over there. And I, I also point to um, 
and I can send, I can drop this link in the chat. A guy named Doug Valentine, who has done invaluable work on our intelligence community in the national security state. And he right. has this great video um, about going all the way back to like even before World War II, that era of meddling in Ukraine, uh, building up an intelligence apparatus, uh, sending money, sending firearms, political espionage. I mean, you name it, we've been doing it over there with Ukraine, you know, all at the aim of countering the Soviet, the then Soviet Union and now Russia. But that's, yeah. you know, that side of the coin is never talked about. I mean, your average American is very ignorant to all of that information. Um, and, and, you know, it's not, it's not, not their fault, but uh, it's also your oh, fault no. if you're not, if you're not seeking the truth and, and looking to dig between the headlines. So I've kind of been yeah, sending like that. Most people, they've got the, the news on in the background while they're making dinner and they're not closely paying attention, much less, you know, pulling up an article online and clicking through the links. Well, yeah. yeah, right. Going beyond a headline. And, and that's what I tell a lot of people who get frustrated at your average person um, or are just like angry at people for not having some knowledge that you might have. It's like, well, think about how you arrived at that knowledge, man. Yeah. It wasn't an overnight thing and you didn't know about it like instinctively or naturally. You did some digging and you sought it out. And just like you said, man, people are busy with their lives. They have their families. Uh, they're working a hundred hours a week. And, and by the time your day is done, man, like, do you really want to go digging through 70 years of uh, subterfuge and espionage in Ukraine by, by our intelligence agencies? Or do you want to put the fucking ball game on and unplug and have a beer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you yeah, can't like, <laughs> I, I wish I could turn it off. I really, well, do. <laughs> you know? that's it, man, too. I mean, even when I put my head down on the pillow, when my day is over, I can't turn my head oh, yeah, off. It's, it's, it's still it's still rattling around in there. It's just like yeah. wound up on this shit, and it, it's constant, and, and you can't stop thinking about it. And you know, you want to tell as many people as possible about the stuff that you know about. Yeah. But also at the same time, when you see some people going about their lives, you're like, do I really want to ruin this person's day? Do I really want? Do I want to ruin this family Christmas party and talk yeah. about false flag terrorism and my NK Ultra? Sometimes that answer is yes. Because you look at it, it's like the guy looked at me stupid, and I'm now going to go over there and school him. Right? How far do I want to take this? Do I want to end this friendship because I want to tell this person about uh, a dozen U.S. back coups that happened in Latin America going back to the fifties? Yeah, you know, uh, it's like here, here, come over here, Sunny Jim. Let me tell you about. Uh, Operation Gladiator, stay behind networks in Europe. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, how like all of the old Italian women would tell everyone to get their kids inside because uh, Henry Kissinger is in town, you know? Oh, God. Oh. The fact that that guy still draws breath is one of the great uh, well, miscarriages. from the dark dimension, so. Yeah, one of the great miscarriages of, of justice in anything that's decent. He's probably on his 15th baby heart, you know? He just. Uh, oh. Alex Jones, I heard he just, he just eats up to a dozen babies a month, Eric. I mean, this guy has a direct pipeline coming in from China. They've got the one kid policy literal over there. vampires from another dimension. Literal, literal vampires from any of the extra babies that are being born over there in Shanghai. They get shipped directly to him and George Soros' house. they got a post office box. And they from the Clinton Foundation, directly from Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, Infowars.com. 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 They're, they're, they're having baby smoothies there on Epstein's Island. They're drinking. These guys are so evil, Eric. They The bones from the babies, they pick their teeth with the bones from the babies, and they eat those bones, too. Save Infowars.com. That's right. Infowars.com. Tangy Tangerine. Yeah. Gotta love that stuff. <laughs> Good old Alex. He's a trip. Yeah. Uh, entertainer to, to the max. Uh, yeah. There's, there's, I mean, there's really no way that you can like watch an episode of Fizz and just not – not just kind of chuckle a little bit. It was like, okay, Alex, you've, you've seen one story. You don't see stories like this every week. We, we, we get you. 
Yeah, no, he's 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 a sensation just like Trump. He's just he's a lot of fun. And yeah. these people that get worked up and mad about him and you're you're not allowed to like What are you gonna him do? Or... Kick him out of the barbecue? Yeah. No, you have that you have that guy over for the barbecue. Dude, you he's the fucking he's the tonight's entertainment. <laughs> he's the headliner. And they go, Oh, Sandy Hook, he said no kids died. It's like please, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he said that and it's stupid, but now, like, try to imagine you've like got this barbecue set up for the whole neighborhood, and it's like, and then you're like whispering, "Is like, by the way, I've got Alex Jones coming." Alex Jones is coming. He's coming. Yeah, and he's, everybody he's, would be there. He's already had a half a bottle of wild turkey. He's fucking <laughs> primed. He's ready to go. If a word dug up, I'm bringing, I'm bringing baby back ribs. I'm bringing steaks. I got Texas beef. I got the spirit <laughs> running through me. We're gonna have a great barbecue, folks. And our spirit is running wild. <laughs> running wild tonight. Hillary Clinton is literally a demon. She's got sulfur coming out of her pussy. <laughs> Yeah, when he starts getting on some of his tears, you're just like going up, oh, and here he goes. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, he's uh, he's another one. That, you know, I met Trump and I met Alex Jones, and they're very much as advertised as what you see on TV. They're very much like yeah. that in person. They definitely seem like it's like okay, whatever you are seeing on the on the magic picture tube in the corner of the room, that's that's what you're getting right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I call and I call him Emmerich because Emmerich's his middle name. You know, my family's high German, so my name's Alexander Emmerich Jones. So yeah. I, my brother and I refer to him as Emmerich, and uh, <laughs> he's he's a sensation. He's a soul of the age. He's still he's still the one, you know. Yeah, he's still the one. We have fun with him. Yeah, it's really funny, kind of watching like some of his older stuff before the uh, before the, uh, the the throat got a little scratchy from all the yelling and screaming all the all those years. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was a little. He was modified. He was a little more Alex Jones at Infowars.com. It was before it was just completely Hillary Clinton and even Epstein. He's a, literally. He's, these are literal vampires, folks. Shapeshifting aliens. The eighties, <laughs> folks. I got the documents on him. We got Open Society. We got Soros. We got Rothschild. We got the Bilderberg Group. We got the CFR. We got Bohemian Grove. I got it all, folks. All right here. Uh, uh, you caught his uh, his aphorism. The uh, the Bohemian Grove instead of Bohemian Grove. Yeah, the Bohemian Grove. <laughs> They're up there. They're up there. They're naked. They're wearing coconut bras. Henry Kissinger's doing the cha-cha with Colin Powell. You wouldn't believe this stuff, folks. It's so disgusting. Yeah. So disgusting. They're all up there breathing heavy. They're breathing heavy. They're pissing on redwood trees. I got cowboys and crack. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 incredible. It's incredible. But you know, I love the memes too that say Alex Jones was right when shit turns out to come to pass that he was talking about like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, it's, uh, same, same as David Icke. I'm very fa fascinated by David Icke, and I've been a fan of yes, his. Yes, we all owe him a a big apology. Um, yeah. They are in fact uh, lizards, even if they aren't really lizards. They sure do act that way. Well, they're, they're, they are the reptilians. Is a very real thing, Eric. Okay, I didn't know it was this bad before I became president. I only went to D.C. maybe one, two, ten, fifteen times, and then That's I get down here, and literally we got on <laughs> bottom at the State Department eating children. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't so we believe it. so we just had a little uh, freeze there. So uh, according to uh, Jessica Green, aka Sukanarchist on uh, on Twitter, if it, whatever face that you make while your video freezes is the face that you make while you're doing number two on the toilet. So. <laughs> it's true. Oh, too much Taco Bell. <laughs> exactly. Too many Taco Bowls at Trump Tower. They're great. I love that on like Cinco de Mayo. He shared the meme with the Taco Bowls. He's like, we have the best Taco Bowls. It's like the most American prepared. Taco Bowl that you've ever seen. And they're prepared and they're prepared legally. Yeah, it's a very, <laughs> very American Taco Bowl. It's like a whole bunch of cheddar cheese. And you're like, no, no, <laughs> they don't use cheddar down there. Oh, yeah, he's fun. But yeah, D David Icke, um, I went and saw him in 20, when was that? 
2016. So on one weekend, I hung out with Jesse Ventura and interviewed him for my show. And then the next day, I went to David Icke's like 10-hour marathon seminar where he just talks about everything. hours? Yeah, 10 hours with David Dude, that's putting it in a full day, man. I've never been I've never been the same. I've never <laughs> been the same. Yeah, my my the rep, to reptilians, my it's a real thing, okay? You never read me work, you know? At uh, you know, Ike is right on the money about our monetary system and fractional banking and the Federal Reserve and the history of that and who who started all that. So um, yeah, whenever I expose somebody to David Ike, I'm going to say, "All right, here is a 4-hour YouTube video." I need you to watch the first two hours and pay no attention to the last two hours. They're like, <laughs> why is that? And it's like, I'm telling you, 159 and 59 seconds, you've stopped the video. And I've had people, it's like, I watched another minute. And I was like, oh, no. You like, ruined yeah. all the stuff about Jekyll Island, all that good <laughs> stuff. And then he got to the royal family being lizards. Like, yeah. But I'm, I'm here really for that believe... shit, too, though. I'm here it's for like, that. Might, might as well. You might yeah. as well. Have a little fun with it. I can't can't prove that they're not lizards i remember um someone asked donald rumsfeld if he was a reptile on a radio show which was pretty funny it was a comedian it might have been bill burr or one of those comedians he's like are you are you a reptile you one of those reptiles <laughs> and uh, folks, he, did, he didn't deny it he didn't deny it <laughs> folks but uh yeah david i, I see is, bill burr huh you one of those reptiles huh yeah yeah they, he was on that show they're like don't you think you go a little too far in your criticism of the catholic church he's like don't you think the catholic church went a little too far exactly with the kid fucking you know <laughs> but uh right. yeah david ike's great i mean in the early 90s man he was talking about uh the former prime minister of england ted heath being a pedophile and a child yeah. abuser and he got called he got called crazy they threw the book at him said you're insane yeah, and then after That's what they Ted say Heath, about all of them, yeah, then you well, find out later. After Ted Heath died, it came to light, you know. Indeed, indeed, yeah. David Icke was right on the money about that. So um, he's on yeah, the money. I think about he also exposed uh, Jimmy Savile too. Oh God, he was all over the Savile case. He was yeah, talking yeah. about that way before anyone else. Anyone yeah, else? It's would... like just as an American who doesn't even know who this guy is, you look at him, he's like crazy jewelry, wants to hang out with kids. Hmm, no. Has access to morgues. Yeah. Has access don't... to mental hospitals. He can go in and out of unchecked. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Sean Atwood has a documentary that I just watched about Jimmy Savile, and it was, it was horrifying, dude. I can't believe it. I think it was nearly three hours long. I hung in there for the whole thing, and um, you can rent it on Vimeo. Yeah, that's kind of like one of those slow motion train wrecks. I mean, you're gonna have to watch. Yeah. Yeah. You. you Not have that to... Sean Atwood's work is bad it's not it's, oh, it's great no. stuff but it's like just this thing Oof. was going on for Oof. that long and it's like everybody turned a blind eye to it it's heavy man it's heavy yeah they all yeah. knew and uh i think it was johnny rotten gave an interview to the bbc in the late 70s calling out jimmy savile for all that yeah. and they didn't air it and they censored it and he's like yeah every, everybody knew and you know Savile would would get in with the local cops. He you know he had the cops. He either had them compromised or he'd get them young girls. And um, you know there were a ton of other people. That he that thing didn't happen in a vacuum, just like yeah. any any other. That's like the Epstein case. I mean, he had, he had dirt Epstein. on everybody too. So. Yeah, yeah. Epstein and Maxwell had the goods on a lot of people, and uh, yeah, it's it's amazing there that Jean Luc Brunel just died in his cell over in Paris and. Yeah, completely ruled a suicide because Jeez. that's what happens to these people. Might as well not even have happened. People are like Jean, like Jean Luc Bernal, who you know we we got World War Three now with Russia, yeah. so they really buttoned yeah. that thing up. They did a great job buttoning that thing up, man. 
Yeah, that one was uh, kind of over and done with in a day. I mean, we got the one little press release that he hung himself in the prison. And then they was like, oh, and by the way, he was uh, Epstein's uh, pimp. And it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Dawson dropped a, a nugget on us uh, the other night in the Four Horsemen we did with Eddie Ads. He just kind of casually mentioned that Zelensky's top funder in Ukraine is one step away from Jean-Luc Brunel in the modeling agency he ran. No. So we were like, ooh. Oh. So I, I need to take a bite. I need to dig deeper into that because I don't know yeah. a lot about that. Cue the Disney mu- music. It's a small <laughs> world after exactly. all. Yeah. Exactly. But da- typical Dawson, he got the goods on it and he's done deep research on it. He knows about it before everybody else. Yeah. So. I mean, that's the, that's the one thing. Everyone should be reading uh, antiwar.com uh, every day and uh, also should uh, maybe take a little stroll on over to anti neocon report. ANC report going up on the dot work. com. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, his his work is uh he's he's done he's done some of the best work on nine eleven on the on Iraq. And yeah, of course Scott Horton, uh, we all stand on the shoulders of guys like Scott Horton. Ah, yeah. And, totally. Uh, he's uh he's a legend and I'm I'm looking for I'm hopefully gonna be hanging out with him in person this summer at Porkfest with him and Reed. Awesome. Yeah, so. definitely do because uh yeah, Scott Horton's a trip. He, he he's a great guy. That's uh, yeah, I've had him on my show. His episode is actually what got me kicked off a of, uh, parlor. Back oh, in the day. really? Yeah, because I was going wow. after Trump and the Yemen thing, and uh, yep. turn, turns out I got that uh, little uh, what what they call it a parlay <laughs> or whatever on that on that thing got reported so many times, and then they finally just booted me off. Really? I, I love that, man. You know, and, and maggot, maggot people accuse everyone else of being snowflakes, but boy, aren't they oh, the ultimate snowflakes? The biggest, biggest they ones are, around. They are just so weak-minded. Um, in, in, in well, for them, it's can't... automatic binary brain. Well, so, that's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, so at the time, it was like, oh, were you one of those Obama supporters? Right. Like, no. Right. If you, yeah. <laughs> no, that so, guy's a war criminal, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. God, his, his drone record, he was the world's greatest hitman. Um Death by video game. But yeah, I mean, you're real, like, actual MAGA cultists. And look, there's things about Trump that I do love. Like, I love that he met with Rocket Man. I love that he didn't yeah. get a war going with him. I loved how nasty he was to legacy media and to the Clintons and to the Bushes. And yeah, and those are the McCain. things that you could praise him for. Yeah, th- th- that's all awesome. Like, that's shit that you and I would do if we had that platform. And we could be up there insulting and throwing dog shit at those people. But when you actually, like, are critical of Trump on real serious things... Not the bullshit Coke and Pepsi left and right stuff that we yeah. need to be mad. Hair on fire that we're going to be mad about. He said mean things. He's a racist. He's a bigot. No, exactly like you said, Eric. He is yeah. helping facilitate facilitate genocide in Yemen. Uh, he's put sanctions on all these countries. Uh, he sent offensive weaponry to Ukraine. You know, he yes. actually was not a pushover with Russia, which is what people want you to think that he was a you know a butt boy for yeah, the, and the only reason like, why he was doing that was just because of here at home they were trying to railroad him with the whole russian well, agent thing exactly so it was like yeah. a terrible trap and he played right into it yeah and yeah no trump trump you know did a lot of horrible things but yeah um so, man <laughs> oh yeah yeah he got a lot of criticism for that um yeah i bring that up to some of the some of the good old boy network down here and they're like no nah, he, he was good on guns i was like no his actual quote was uh, take away the guns first. Due process second. Does that sound yeah. like somebody who's good on guns? Take, take the guns first, okay, and then due process. Silencers. Never. I don't like them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he he likes silence when it comes to people talking about his inner workings. But <laughs> no. So I mean, you know, libertarians are. That's the beauty of the liberty crowd. 
able to really critique the real stuff and, and, yeah. and we're not we're not part of a left or right tribe and yeah you have a mixed a, bag of I've, people i've always called myself a political atheist i don't i don't pray to god red or god blue so right right so yeah parlor and i love it they the, the the right and all the kind of the maga community set up these other alternative social media networks saying we are the ultimate free speech we won't ban anyone but my god the second mm -hmm. anyone does anything like you were doing or criticizes the king or anything you're you're yeah. gone so you're i'm getting on getting on getter and trying to say uh the n-word as, as many times as possible oh jesus that, and then it just came to the point where you couldn't even type it out anymore that's jose gallison energy right there yes <laughs> gallison yeah. we, we love gallison jackman's are a big fan we want to get him on jackman radio we just we're working with our legal team and our lawyers and there's oh, yeah, a lot just of, definitely have them get ready. You know, there, there, yeah. There's a there's a lot of things to consider. We we can't have any hard R's. We don't want to lose our channel. We've worked hard to build it up to the meager following of 2,200 people that we have so far. Yeah, and, uh, keep the uh, keep the Fed posting to an absolute minimum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah. It's, so you know, that's that's both sides though. Neither side can take criticism, and uh, you know, the second you you go against their orthodoxy, you're just they'll call you a commie or they'll call you a fascist conservative from the left. Yeah, know, people from the left. So yeah, and if you get them all in one day, then you've won. So yeah, you, know, you start off at breakfast, you get called a communist by your Republican uh, aunt that watches NCIS on repeat, and then oh, uh, by dinner time, you've uh, pissed off your uh, your Joe Biden lefty progressive uh, other aunt that watches NCIS on repeat. Oh. You get called a fascist conservative and everything. It was like, oh yes, oh man. Yeah, you guys don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's insane. So what do you think? Do you think uh, the, the king is going to run again in 24 and he gets the nomination and possibly the White House again? Uh, I think he'll possibly run and just for the only reason of just pissing off CNN. And of course CNN will love it because that means ratings for him again. And uh oh, they but... love me they got so, the ratings were never better Eric than when I was in there, okay? Exactly. <laughs> uh and it seems like they're uh, they're definitely priming the pump for uh, Ron DeSantis, and I don't want that to happen at all. I want him to stay as governor of uh, Florida forever. Yeah, yeah. DeSantis, um, you know, his foreign policy is is garbage. I mean, he's just oh, a, yeah, big, he's big time kiss ass to to the Israel. Lobby. Oh, he's yeah. a, he's a he's a huge shill for APAC, and um, he's not uh, he's not what people, a lot of people on the right have him built up to be. Nah. You know, and like even during the COVID stuff, I mean, he was going along with all that stuff right at first too. But so at some point, I guess you know, logic, re uh, sense, and reason took over. It was like, yeah, we're yeah. we're gonna stop this. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, if, if you have to compare him to the other, you know, people, he was one of the better ones. On yeah, it. and I mean, how even my governor here in uh, New Hampshire, Sununu, was pretty, pretty good and pretty balanced with it. But he's lost his goddamn mind by making all the liquor stores get rid of the Russian products. That shit, yeah, man. that is the stupidest thing ever. That is the very essence of clown world when you see that. Yeah. It's it's just like Joe McCarthy is back with us. <laughs> we, we got McCarthyism emptying the shelves of New Hampshire liquor stores and saving yeah. us from the red menace, you know? Yeah, one bottle of uh, poor vodka at a time. Yeah, yeah. one bottle of Stoli at a time. <laughs> And Trump vodka, they're dumping, even dumping Trump vodka because some of the grain is from Moscow, if you can believe it or not. Right. Yeah, they got to go after him. They, they just have to. It's like, yeah, and then pointing that one out to lefty progressives, I was like, so Joe McCarthy's a good guy all of a sudden? We like, like no, 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 he was terrible. He had, he had, oh. no, he had no decency, sir. Yeah, and, and, and all this vitriol and, like, actual violence uh, 
being called against Russians and the Russian people. And, you know, if, insert another group of people into that who are a different color in, in the left. Their, they would, their hair yeah. would be on fire. They'd be doing rallies, burning buildings. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. And after 9 11, I had a Pakistani girlfriend in Houston, Texas. Dude, that's based. And, and let me tell you, as, as soon as this happened, and it, once all the blame started shifting on Middle Easterners, it didn't matter that you know Pakistan's not near the Middle East at all. I was like, I was like, oh my god! I was like, I'm sorry, but you're going to see a side of Eric that you've never seen before, where I've got to get chippy with rednecks. Yeah. <laughs> well, God, your your average retarded American wouldn't know the difference between Afghanistan and Pakistan and Saudi Arabia and Waziristan yeah. and Turkmenistan. Well, they, I mean, they were even going after Sikhs. Oh, of course. I was of like, course. no, those are Indian dudes, and they yeah. they believe in one God. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're they're totally different than Wahhabist terrorists yeah. and Bin Ladenites, as Scott Horton calls well, them. Well, they wear a turban. I was like, <sighs> yeah, because God commands them to, because they're warriors then, for God. <laughs> and then I love uh, Trump and the MAGA people saying there were thousands of Arabs dancing and celebrating as the towers were burning. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It's like, okay, well, there were some Middle Easters dancing and celebrating. <laughs> yeah. But they were from a different country. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they did have yeah. a video of people in Egypt uh, celebrating and everything. But, you know, those people dancing were all Muslim Brotherhood. So, yeah, because the they thought that their brothers had done something. So, right. God. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's tough. And, and a lot of shit gets memory hold, man. And, and if you weren't around when 9-11 happened or of an age to at least remember things pretty well, a lot of yeah. people have no idea how bad it was in in. in in my view, what started this slide towards all-out authoritarianism and totalitarianism. Oh, that was a, that was a big one. It was huge, man. It was huge. I, I have very beautiful, fond memories of the 90s. I miss the 90s, dude. I'm sure you do, too. Oh, man. And I, uh, I miss the 90s for nothing else but the hair. Yeah. I miss my hair drapes, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, you look you look good, Eric. But um, <laughs> That's God. because I don't try to do comb-overs. It's like, look, I've lost. I've lost the battle. Shave yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's very very becoming look on you. Very be very statesman. A very state you're, stately. Yeah, like, and then the, uh, like the gray and the beard right here. Yeah, the gray and the beard is very statesman like like Jesse <laughs> I'm Jesse the Mind Ventura now. I'm a statesman, Eric. Even you though have the I was Jesse Ventura of all time, by the way. Thank you. Even though I went full boomer retard on COVID, I'm still Jesse the Mind. I'm gonna go uh, out and get the Vax. Yeah. Get the Vax, be smart, get boosted and body slam the Rona. I'm Mr. Charisma. Yeah. Yeah. Charisma. And don't say it came from China. That's racist. <laughs> and Trump's like, well, look, I'm not saying, but a lot of people are saying it's like Kung flu. They're Kung saying flu. it's the China virus. Kung flu. It came with an order of crab rangoons and chicken wings. Ooh, crab rangoons. Come on. Mm. We love, we do. We love crab rangoons. It's like but the, yeah, it's the thing to get at the buffet. You yeah, got to yeah, fill up an the, entire plate. <laughs> Get it at the wet market bat buffet. Okay, we can get those reduced rates now. You wouldn't believe how well, cheap it is to buy bats now. Yeah, you know what they call bats. Uh, you know, chicken of the of the cave. So. Chicken of the cave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ventura man, he's great on a lot of stuff, but he 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 went full. Can I have Uber. Governor Ventura back? Because that guy was oh, that guy was the shit. <laughs> he was badass. Everybody's getting Jesse checks this month. That surplus belongs to the people, not the special interest. 
Oh, and he took it to the media, too, because he made them all wear badges that said Media Weasel on it. Media Jackal. <laughs> media Jackals. They're all jackals, Eric. Yeah, he made them do that. That's, that's like proto-Trump. I mean, so when Jesse won in 98, Trump flew out there to see how he did it and kind of take some pages out of that book. Yeah. And then when you look at Trump's campaign, you're like, dude, six, like, 70% of this is Jesse the body. Yeah, mirror mirror image of it. Yeah, you know, and the king, he always he always just wanted to be a wrestler. I mean, I'm in the WWF Hall of Fame, okay? I'm a wrestler. The Battle of the Billionaires he did with Vince McMahon, and I, I when That's I need like strength. like the greatest TV of all time. Right when there. I need strength, I call that up. Yeah. I call that up when, when I need strength. And, yeah, I remember um, when Arnold was on there to, like, trying to promote, like, Terminator 3 in WWE, and he had, he had a little uh, wrestling spat with uh, Triple H. Oh. That's incredible. Back in the day. And he was like watching it and he was like, oh, could you guys get any more choreographed on this? <laughs> Still, we live for it. Or yeah. when, when uh, Mickey Rourke beefed with some of them when he was promoting the wrestler, Randy the Ram. Yeah. And um, By the way, excellent fucking movie if you guys haven't watched that one. Oh, oh God. Dude, my, my, brother, my brother has an unhealthy obsession with Mickey Rourke. And uh, the wrestler is, is Mickey Rourke is, has an unhealthy obsession with Mickey Rourke. Yeah, well, with cosmic surgery, <laughs> cosmetic, yeah, definitely cosmic. Cos- yeah, cosmic. <laughs> you can tell I'm tired. Cosmetic yeah. surgery is what I meant to say. Sorry, I'm in the Baja. The time change has me all screwed up, Eric. But um, yeah, no, my brother doesn't cosmic because he's from another dimension. He's yeah. from another dimension. Randy the Ram, the Ram JM is cosmic. Um, but yeah, my, I'll, I'll have to get a clip of it. My brother does a really good Mickey Rourke impression. He contorts his face and he really gets the inflection and he can do some select lines from the wrestler, which will make you tear up when you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Like impressions, you got to have like that touchstone, that something, that one word or that little phrase that'll get you into it. Yeah. And then also you, you have to generally, you know, at some level, like the person you are, you are doing an impression of, you have to have you have to have a well, imitation is the highest form of flattery. So it is. Say. It is. So when people would always yeah. try to peg me and be like, "Oh, dude, your Trump impression is great because you hate him," you know, it's like, yeah, you no, think I hate him? No, that's not how that works. Really? No, that's not what <laughs> yeah. ha- that's not what's happening here. You know, there there has to be uh, there has to be on, on a level something that you admire about that figure where you would become so obsessed with perfecting their tone, their body language. Mannerisms, thing, their mannerisms, yeah. the things that they say, and then be so insane that you would purchase a wig and put it on and paint your face orange and then go out in public dressed like that person. And then get to meet the guy. Yeah. You know, you're doing the impression for. Yeah, that, that was that was a life-defining moment for me when he parted the Red Sea and called me up to Talk about nerve-wracking. I could have gone in a couple of ways. You know, he could have had me yeah. executed, Saudi Arabia style. People are getting you their heads totally chopped off. Pants yeah, I could have done, I could have done myself. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a cool moment. And, and that really uh, put my Trump impression on the map. And I've, I've been doing gigs, you know, ever since pretty on a pretty steady basis, which, which is insane that I'll be able to. Well, I'm able to say that people pay me money to be Donald Trump, which is yeah. uh, that's that's weird. It's, 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 yeah, there's no way around it. That's just that's just kind of strange. It's but at weird, the same time, it's like and... I help pay for rent this month. Oh my it. god, yeah. dude! It, that the, the Trump <laughs> thing opened so many doors for me, man, and I've had so many incredible experiences because of that that I wouldn't have otherwise had. I mean, I, I was flown first class out to Chicago to a corporate awards dinner to host this Trump to roast all these rich guys who were all drunk on whiskey and this really oh, yeah, nice just let him have it. Yeah. Yeah. I just let him have who I'm just this schmuck kid from New Hampshire. And you know, in that weekend I got paid in one weekend more than I made in like a month at my day job. It was just surreal. 
Yeah. And, and I put up first class, put up in a Hilton hotel, all my cars, ground transport paid for. They fed me. I could drink whatever. I, you know, I was treated like a rock star. Yeah. You know, all because yeah, I was. That's one of those situations you come away from and you're like, did that just happen? Did I dream this? Dude, seriously, I went back to my day job that Monday and I was just like sitting there thinking in, thinking to myself like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is going on? This, this, this is crazy. Yeah. So. You just go down to Jan from accounting. I was like, Jan, I know this is going to sound weird, but can you pinch me? <laughs> yeah. Like I have, to, I have to be here doing this. And I just spent a weekend being treated like, you know, like, like a rock star and then yeah. paid all this money. And yeah. So I've had some amazing experiences like that. And obviously meeting Trump has been surreal. Um, you know, and then getting uh, one of my friends saw me on CNN in Japan. I got a message from him. He's like, dude, I just saw you dressed as Donald Trump on CNN in, I'm in Japan right now. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm huge in Japan right now. It's happening. This thing's really happening. I'm getting big in Japan. I love the Japanese people. Listen, I want to tell you, I'm big in Japan, like literally Japan. big in Japan. I Everyone there is five foot nine. <laughs> oh yeah. Trump, I mean, Trump's six, three. He's got a big old thick bottom. He's a big boy. Yeah. You know, yeah, he, he's but, a husky uh, failure. <laughs> he is. He's thick. So <laughs> it's uh, it's fun, man. And and the beauty of the Trump character is it's universally recognized. So you don't have to have any kind of pretense when you're going to do it for someone or you bust it out or you're asked to do it. Like, seriously, you can go to like some kind of weird uh, African tribe somewhere and they're going to know Trump. Oh, dude, 100 percent. It's funny. My um, my brother in law is from Nigeria and he loves Trump. Like the first time my sister, he's married to my sister. The first time I met him, um, you know, she told him all about my Trump impressions, showed him my videos and stuff. And he was just like, oh, I got to tell you, I love Trump. He's a gangster. Yes. I looked at my sister. I said, I like this guy. Keep him around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not going to find a level of hustle in any other community than the Nigerian community here oh, in the United States. Oh, as soon dude, as they hit the ground, he's a, they've he's a got workhorse, like four man. businesses. Oh, <laughs> Oh, dude, he's he's awesome. He's awesome, and uh, yeah. you know he he respects the idea of like a Trump figure of that hustle, and it's just money, and he's driven by ambition and wanting to succeed, and and all that, and um, it's it's just it's just interesting. It's funny. So we 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 bonded we bonded over our love of, of Trump the brand and and uh, you know Trump. So that's yeah, Trump the character. Trump, yeah. yeah, Trump the game because it's not about whether you win or lose, but if you win. Yes, exactly. Well, we've been going for about an hour. Uh, I think that's probably about as much of the uh, the world as we can ring out right here. We'll have to have you back on another time. But uh, Eric, go ahead and get your grift on. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll start Major League Grift. <laughs> if you're on Venmo, just Ven Venmo me money. I need your just, money, Just send people. them cash. Go on it's Venmo, <laughs> Senator Jackman86. Send me a request to do an impression, to record a video for you. If you want me to do the Macarena, I'll do that, whatever you need. Hey, Macarena. Hey, Macarena. And uh, my Patreon is patreon.com slash Jackman Radio. And we just ask people for five bucks a month. Uh, yeah. That helps us buy more equipment. I bought this light that you're seeing in my face. My nice. brother just ordered two new microphones for the podcast. So um, oh, there you that, go. Money, that money helps. A little bit of money every month goes a, a long way. Yeah. And uh, please subscribe to me on YouTube. It's just Jackman Radio. Yeah, um, there you go. So if you have YouTube. no cash, subscribe and then like retweet yeah. everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then get me on Twitter. It's uh, at Jackman Radio on Twitter. I'm on Instagram every day. My handle on there is Senator Jackman. And you can listen to our podcast on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, um, and uh, on YouTube, of course. 
Yeah, exactly. And uh, you want to keep up with him on Twitter because he's been posting workouts, and uh, pretty soon he's going to be jacked up radio. You know, <laughs> jacked up radio. Yeah, I've, I've been at that. June will be a year. I've been working out with my trainer Megan, and um, it's been quite a journey, man. It, it's I'm, working. I'm... I can definitely see the difference. And the oh, the picture you posted the other day, where your t-shirt's all sopped with sweat and you're laying on the floor, and I was like, I was like, oh, he he did it. He worked out. <laughs> that's that's sweat equity, Eric. It's sweat that's equity. Exactly. But uh, hey, I, I appreciate that, man, and, and definitely, um, I'll you know love to have you on Jackman Radio sometime, and you know oh, appreciate definitely. appreciate what you're doing, and I, I appreciate you having me on, man. Oh, not a problem at all, man. Take it easy. We'll uh, we'll catch you around the timeline, okay? All right. Be well. All right. You too, man. All right, and there he goes, folks. Eric Jackman. Uh, once I get the uh, the show notes and everything uploaded, you'll find them down below as well as my links uh, down below. Uh, if you could uh, do me a solid, uh, head on over to uh, my coin tree. You can see all the links on how to support this show so I can get new lights and new computers and stuff too. But anyways, guys, uh, take it easy. We're going to come at you next week with a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. Out. <laughs> <laughs>